Warning the following program contains world premier certified ball players and credible interviews. Latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. License to Ball podcast where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. Thank you for joining the show. You're listening to License to Ball podcast. I'm Hip Hop. If you didn't catch it at the beginning, covering some stuff, covering Sean's camp over on the radar. We had pretty much all high school kids at the camp. We got Alfonso from Baseline Sideline going to join the show and break that down. We also had Lou the Kid from Prospect Central be joining the show. Talking about this Donovan Mitchell trade and the winners and losers and break it down a little bit. That's what we got on deck for the show today. A lot of stuff happened. I still think Jalen Brown will be traded before the deadline or before the season. And I can see LeBron James and Jalen Brown playing on the same team. I know that sounds crazy, but I can see that happening. Kind of slow season right now for basketball in general. Stuff slowing down a little bit. Not too much going on, getting slowing down and rev up for the regular season. I think we'll have a really good regular season, especially in Georgia basketball in high school. College is going to be pretty good, and the league going to be pretty good. The association, all the things going to be pretty good. I really believe they're going to be pretty good. So when we come back from break, we're going to have Lou the Kid on. And he's going to talk to us about this winners and losers and Donna Mitchell trade and all this stuff. But I'm going to tell you one thing. It's really no difference for me, in my personal opinion, from the bull, Colin Saxon and Donovan Mitchell. I think Don, I think Colin Saxon's a steal because he, he has more room to grow. He hasn't plateaued at all. I know he came off with a serious knee injury, but what technology nowadays and all that stuff... It has to be really something so severe. And I got him in steel, and his numbers pretty much the same. Some people call them empty stats. Trees does, but I don't. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. But come back from break, we're going to have Luda Kid, man. Going to break down that thing. The only real loser in the Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland trade is Donovan himself who went from the state of Utah to Cleveland, a city that was not even on his list of preferred destinations. But as far as basketball goes, there are only winners here. The Utah Jazz brought in a package of young guys and three unprotected first rounders plus two pick swaps, which in all will help jumpstart their rebuild very well. And then for the Cavs, they already were an up-and-coming team who many viewed as a dark horse to contend in the East headed into next season. But with Donovan Mitchell at the helm, I don't really think we can view the Cavaliers just as a dark horse team to compete. If all goes well for them, the Cavs will be one of the teams to beat in the East next season, and I'll explain why that is soon. And then we're also going to get into a few reasons why some think that this trade might actually be harmful for the Cavaliers and determine whether those concerns are valid. But before we get into all of that, let's talk about a few of the pieces that nobody really seems to be talking about. First of all, Colin Sexton. 
I get why people aren't so big on his potential and that a lot of the numbers that he puts up are just empty stats, but let's just take a second to compare Sexton's numbers at the age of 22 to Donovan Mitchell's when he was 23. Now obviously numbers don't tell the full story, but just based on what you're seeing on the screen, you wouldn't be able to decide which player is clearly better than the other. Mitchell was obviously a better player, but by the age of 22 years old, Sexton had become a top 20 point per game scorer. And let's not forget, he only took 18 shots a game to score 24 points a night. Regardless of what anybody says, that's efficient basketball. Now, the ceiling for Colin is probably not that great. He's a below average playmaker, he's undersized, even at the 1, and his defense is at times egregiously bad, and he likely won't ever get better at that. That being said, Utah will give Sexton the green light to shoot as much as he wants because they know he won't be winning them any games, which is their goal. So I'd be surprised to see Sexton remain with the Jazz past the 2023 trade deadline. But the key thing here for him is that he's no longer with the Cavaliers, who clearly weren't too excited about keeping him as a part of their core. Now, most of what I said also applies to Lowry Markkinen, who was a part of the deal to Utah. He likely won't be sticking around Salt Lake City for too long either. However, he will get to play his natural position again for the Jazz. He played the small forward for 64% of his minutes with the Cavs. So with the bigger green light in Utah, playing in a more comfortable role, Markkinen should put up above 20 points per game and then hit the trade block with Colin. As for Ochai Abaji, the final player in the deal, I thought he was going to be a perfect piece for the Cavaliers. A 3 and D wing that brings a winning attitude is essential for a young, ambitious team like Cleveland, but I'm sure they'll do with who they got in return. So to summarize the winners and losers here, all parties really won, even including the players. This is Coach Garner from North Gwinnett, and you're listening to License the Ball. This is Deontay Baz from Wizard Forest, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Frankie Menino, a DC Premier. This is License to Ball podcast. And this is Cameron Ward, and you are listening to License to Ball podcast. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet. Keep rocking with License to Ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. Welcome back, welcome back. Now we're going to have Luda Kid online. He's on deck right now. I'm going to pull him up from Prospect Central. Well-rounded. Knows about a lot of players before they even come out big time. I mean, not come out big time, but make come out big time as a household name in a gym rat world. This guy tells me about a lot of players before I even really – really stick on to him and he already know a lot of players that I already know about in Georgia that is good of course around the way. So further than new delay, we're gonna bring in Lou the Kid and break down this draft a little bit more. I mean not this draft a little bit of trade Mark man. I got so much stuff in front of me thinking I can't even think straight right now, man. Excuse me. This interview is sponsored by SUBTV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined, so y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't. Want to welcome Lou Kid from Prospect Central to the show. What's going on, man? What up, hip hop? Nothing much. Back at it again, man. We got to have you on a little bit more. It's really my fault, not your fault. It's really my fault. Got to coordinate a little bit more, man. Got a lot of things hey, going on good. now, man. I know everything's hopping. Basketball season getting getting started right around the corner. Summer balls happening for high school kids. NBA trades are popping. They got a EuroLeague over. A lot of NBA players are playing in Europe right now. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, we're going to get you on the show and talk about that trade. But before we go on that trade, let's talk about that Euro stuff. Break that down to us. I didn't know nothing about that. Oh, just the uh, 2022 um, 
EuroLeague Championship, they got a, who's over there? For Greece, they got Giannis Antetokounmpo. You remember Tyler Dorsey, right? Yep. Tyler Dorsey's over there for Greece. For Serbia, they got Jokic. Uh, who do you call is killing it? Uh, Christos Porzingis is killing it for us. Latvia. He's, he, he's got a beard now, the bearded Porzingis. They call him uh, Christos Porzingis. He's, he's unbelievable right now. I'm telling you, the Washington Bullets. Got a got a steal with that trade, and they traded for Kristaps. Pretty so soon, a bunch, we, bunch of players. Uh, yeah, the tournament just started off today. So, I'm going to check that out. Pretty soon, we won't be leading in basketball no more. We'll keep this up. I mean, uh, you know, it's definitely different. Look at Luca. Luca Doncic's over there for Slovenia. He had a uh, he had a 60 point triple double. Ridiculous. And people keep wanting to lie and say that that was a good trade from the Hawks and Dallas. I mean, Trey Trey Young is definitely he's a baller. You know, he's actually scored more points in his career so far than Luca. But obviously, Luca's a better player. But still, Trey Young is is legit. He's legit. Yep, I look at long term and who you could build a team around. I think it's easy to build a team around Luca. That's how I was looking at it. Of course. I mean, if, if the Hawks can go back, if the Atlanta Hawks can go back and redo that, they wouldn't trade and make that trade. That being said, though, you see these trades all the time, and the other player that get traded for is a complete bum. Like, Trey Young ain't no bum. He's an all-star, right? So, mm-hmm. at least the Hawks got an all-star out of it. Plus, you guys got, uh, who do you guys got now? What's his name? Um, just traded him from uh, uh, the Spurs. I, I didn't I didn't know that. I'm a Bulls fan though. The Spurs made you said the yeah. Spurs made, made a trade. Oh okay. Yeah, they got uh they got an all star um um not Jamal Murray. Uh they got uh which I'm gonna name? look it up um, real quick for you. DeJonto, DeJonto Murray, yeah, DeJonto Murray. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, he's a he's an all star too. So him and him and uh, him and um, very young in the backcourt would be nice for Atlanta. Stop coming soon. Yeah, let's talk about this this trade that made headways. It sound like a blockbuster trade. Before we can get in details of the trade, how do Danny Ames keep sticking these GMs up with no gun? Yeah, Danny Ames is a is a master of his craft. He loves loves acquiring. He loves acquiring draft picks, right? His capital. That's his. Uh, that's his mo. And he's just. He's a really good GM. He really is a, a real good GM. But 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 Cleveland. Both both teams. I would say one in this trade, right? I, I would give Cleveland an A for this trade. Donovan Mitchell's an All Star caliber player, even though he's an undersized shooting guard. I mean, he's one of the premier scorers in this league, a top five scorer. So him and. Uh, him with uh, their backcourt is going to be super, super nice for Cleveland. But for Utah, I mean, Utah, you got to give them an A for the pick too. I mean, they got how many picks they get out of? They got three. You got a total ten picks, right? Yeah, ten picks, three unprotected. They got uh, the ballers they got back were were pretty pretty solid. And they got the bull. Uh, they they kind of messed up the the Knicks the Knicks had a better package if they would have went with a Knicks initial package they could have got R J Barrett o, Ob Toppin three first rounders which I think is uh, is a better deal mm, that's why screaming A Smith was mad huh he wanted them to make the trade went on Twitter and do this fake crying and yelling yes yeah, Stephen A is, is is pure clickbait at this point he's just a loud guy. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think his new contract, when this one run out, is gonna be as lucrative as the other two. Ben, I think he's done. I mean, he's the highest paid. He's the highest paid employee at ESPN. Thirteen million, right? I mean, I think his annual his annual contract's over. Just like a a little over five. I could be wrong, but yeah, ridiculous for somebody who lies and yeah, it's too much. Yep. But uh, but but for Utah though, I mean they got Colin Sexton. We know Colin Sexton. Yeah, that's the bull. That's my man's. 
we watched him play as a freshman and sophomore. So. Mm-hmm. Did the first mixtape on Colin Saxon that ever. He, he signed a four-year, $72 million contract. People are screaming that he's overpaid. When he was it, he was a lottery pick. He's averaged over 20, 24 points a game, four assists, three rebounds. He's 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 good, and he's twenty three years old. That sounded about right. So he basically went to a I mean, s- same type of city as Cleveland to Utah because if LeBron's not on Cleveland, nobody's talking about Cleveland. That's probably why a lot of people saying he was overpaid. When you average twenty four points a game and four assists off a rookie contract, that's not underpaid at all. You know. I mean, the the one the one thing with Colin is uh, you know injury history, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I can see that he missed a lot of games last season. But if he can stay healthy, that's you know it's a steal at seventy two million dollars for four year contracts. Absolute steal. Yeah, he's the type of player where you pay him what he's worth, but it won't bank it won't break the bank on the cap where you get more pieces, winning pieces around too. Which is good. Not, e- not even close to breaking the bank. I mean, that's not even close to a, a max contract. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you can name so many players that are making $80 million a year or $80 million for their contract that aren't, aren't, aren't worth it. Right? And Colin Saxon's making under $80 million for his contract. Mm-hmm. Break. And his numbers back it up. You numbers, see, age, like I said, the, the only thing is injury, injury history. If you can stay healthy. You see any other trades happening? Jazz also picked up. Jazz also picked up Lori Markinen in it. Power forward. He could shoot it. He could stretch the floor. Lori Markin, if I remember correctly, he used to play for the Bulls. Drafted him, right? Play for your play for your squad, the Bulls. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I didn't really. I, I liked. I didn't really want to see him go anywhere. I was kind of disappointed. But you know, I mean, he played well too. He played well in the Cavs. You know, you got to give up stuff to get stuff. Though, mm-hmm. so. He's no scrub. Yep. But can you see any other got, trades? Uh, they got uh, the draft picks, the Bulls draft pick, or not the Bulls. They got uh, Cleveland's draft picks, OB uh, lottery pick, OB uh, OB Janobi. Yeah, something like that. Yep, yeah. From Kansas. From Kansas. Mm-hmm. Tongue yeah. twister. He was, uh, he was the only senior to be drafted in the first round. I, I think you'll start seeing more of that, especially with the NIL deals. You're going to start seeing more of that. Yeah, definitely. Because there's no, you know, you can make just, just, just as much money as a as a college player, right? So you might mm-hmm. as well stack your bread until you're ready for the NBA, then go get drafted. Yep. But the uh, what what put the kibosh on the Knicks deals though was mm-hmm. uh, they wanted to, uh, Danny Ainge really wanted Emmanuel quickly, but the Knicks. The Knicks love Emmanuel quickly. I like, I like Emmanuel quickly too. Maybe it's not, I don't know because people are talking about Emmanuel quickly as being like a star. So mm. I haven't seen that yet. They they think he's better than RJ Barrett. I don't, I don't know about that, but we'll we'll find out soon. Yeah, Danny Ainge's got a good knack for talent. So if he thinks something of it, it got to be something there. He ain't right all the time, but he's been right more times than he's been wrong. Danny has been a hell of a GM. He's a hell of an athlete, too. He, he's one of the last players to play both professional baseball and professional basketball. Mm-hmm. I, I really think it's a good segue about other trades. I really, really, really think when it's all said and done, he's going to have Jalen Brown in that organization. He drafted him. He loves him. I think Jalen Brown be a great fit for Utah. Well, so we'll see. I think what Dan- what Ainge really wants to do is draft Ronnie James and get LeBron over to Utah. Yeah, so we'll see how that works out. Yeah, and LeBron will come if he drops LeBron. Brown, yeah. Brown already said he's going to whoever drafts Ronnie James, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so it's on on and popping in a year and a half from now. Did he ever? I know his discussions, but did he ever put ink to that contract extension with the Lakers? Yes, he did. He uh, signed a two-year extension. So when Bronny's draft eligible, that's when his contract will be up. 
Yeah, okay. he signed a two-year, hundred million or ninety million dollars extension. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Okay, while we still got you on, guys, let Lou Kid from Prospect Central keep up with the top latest players that nobody never heard about on the air right now. Talking about NBA, very well rounded on different elements to basketball. What you're going to have on your website this upcoming week that people could check out? Right now we're focusing on uh, upcoming uh, freshmen in the class of 2026. I know you're out of Georgia. Right now the uh, number one freshman in Georgia is Kevin Curtis, 6'11". You're a little bit familiar with him. Mm-hmm. He's got some offers already. Kennesaw State has offered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ain't so going to be going there, though. I like for him to go to school like that, but he ain't going to be going there, I don't think. Oh, no. He's 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 out of that. All, it, it's interesting following young young prospects to see all the offers because all the, uh, you know, uh, mid-major schools offer these kids well before the big, big-time offers come. So, they so sure they get do. Loaded up mid, they get loaded up with these mid-major offers, but then the big boys just come in and, and steal all the players away. Okay, if they NIL money, they might better keep a player. Man, it's always a pleasure having you on, man. We're going to have you on again. And, fellas, he's going to come back on, and we're going to talk about some middle school rankings, too, as well. That's going to be coming up in the next weeks. We're going to do a regional because there's so many kids to talk about, so we got to make sure we cover as many as we can. Well, hey, like always, man, I appreciate that. And uh, the region is to, to cover is, is where you're at down south. Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, guys are always loaded. So I look forward to that. Thanks for having me on Hip Hop. Great show. And uh, I'll talk to you again. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Got mad knowledge for days, don't he, guys? He informed us on a lot of things that I wasn't very aware about because basketball is really is bananas in America now. So many different sectors of basketball. And we, we saying football, I'm, I'm uh, pastime what looked like it might be basketball high basketball so hot and heavy middle school got high school then we got a overtime elite league they doing their own thing you got college pro the G League got so much stuff going on in, in Atlanta well, it's a pleasure having them on the show man listen to extra teats give a little bit Switch up. So all we do is cover basketball here on License the Ball. And we'll be back from Bright. We're going to talk about that on the radar. Camp Sean had at Norcross. We had a top rising seniors and juniors and sophomores there. Some usual suspects. We're going to have Alfonso join the show and talk about that when we get back from break, y'all. This is Caleb Banks, and you are listening to License the Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington, the head coach at Pellbrook High School. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet keep rocking with license to ball and now back with your host hip hop. Hey, help if I had to take the mute button off. Welcome back, man. About to bring in Alfonso, my main man. Talk about this on the radar, Super 64. Sean is doing big things. I think Sean, the next following week, has something in Florida with the Super 64 there, too. So he just, all those blades just getting it in, man. Really get, just getting it in. That's what's up. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to be down the next week. I should find out where it is. That's crazy because I will be down in Florida the next following week if he has it the next following week. That's crazy. I just thought about that. 
Now let's go in and bring in Afonso in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. In this corner, Robert Afonso Jr. from Baseline to Sideline.com, covering gridiron to the hardwood, current world heavyweight champion. We got Afonso joining the show. Discuss that Super Six Sixty Four camp at North Carl's one of Sean events. I mean Sean. He always his stuff is always trending on on the media, man. On that man, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing good. Love chopping it up, talking about this basketball, man. One of the favorite parts of the day oh. is really like relax relaxation. Well, it's it's both of it's both of our zens, you know. Mm -hmm. Both of our both of our both of our quiet moments. Yep. Both of our pieces. So we got this but, cap uh, right. What you gonna say now? Oh no no no! Go right ahead. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump into this camp. Oh okay. Yeah, this camp they had had a rising seniors and rising juniors. If I remember that correctly, yeah. 2023 class and the 2024 class. Actually, yeah, we had had he had several several classes down all the way down to 25. So it actually was um pretty pretty productive, but. To be able to see a lot of kids who are, you know, um, that they had a good summer, and now that they're trying to get to this is camp season, and you're looking for for an opportunity to be seen right before the start of, you know, the start of your season. So there was some great talent out there, especially with some 2023s. While some colleges had their elite camps going on across the country this past weekend. There might not have been as many 2023s here, but the ones that were here were fun to watch. Uh, and I'm going to break it down with a few guys here. Go right ahead with that, uh, with that 2023 well, class. Absolutely. One of, one of the first standouts was Jace McCullough, who, when I looked at the sheet, I had to look at it twice. He actually attends... Um, Pebblebrook High School now. He used to be at St. Francis and was the catalyst there as about a 6'3", you know, strong, big-body guard, you know, point guard who sees the floor well. And what I like about him is his IQ continues to always impress me. He plays it with his pace and in control. And I love the fact that George Washington got himself another guard over there to be able to make some noise. Another one who I like to call him, honestly, the professional scorer, and his name is Nico Wilson from Lambert High School. That young brother, he knows how to fill up the basket. Now, he may be only six feet, six one, but it's how he scores. He doesn't force it. He's able to handle the ball still. Even though he's a score, he has a scores mentality. He still looks to distribute the rock and be able to make some noise on the stat sheet. But also is a team player. But he's a guy that you could rely on to get a basket if you need it. Another person that stood out for me in this twenty-three class was Philip Hodgson from Wheeler High School. Big boy, you know, he's about six five, six six mobile good hands um again a kid who adds to their interior depth down at 375 yeah 375 Holt Road you know they uh they're, they're building something over there and I think they're, they're trying to get back to the pinnacle of being championship level basketball another person who just moved into the state goes by the name of which he's got probably the best name in Georgia right now for 2023. His name is Prince Johnson. He goes to Pebblebrook High School, which again, the rich keep getting richer. You know, and and George Washington is is does a great job 
And I could see why people want to go play for him because he gets kids to the next level. But having a kid like this down to earth, first of all, the kid, the kid plays with zero, like, you know, facial expression. But when he dunks that basketball, you know, he did it because all he's going to do is stare at you and expect you to say something. But you're not going to say anything because you don't know what to say after he just banged it on your head. Um, and, and the last guy in that class that I really wanted to touch up on is Christopher Whitmore Jr. from Tucker High School. A real 6'4", wiry guard. He's, he can play downhill, has a decent mid-range. But what I love about his game is he's a, he's a defensive stopper. He's a guy who, who knows how to play the game and really, really, really locks in when he's on he's out on the floor defensively and that's my five for the 2023 you got a question for you can it can it be or is it yeah. this year power brooks year you know what we'll talk about that after i get done with the 2024s because there's some more players on the 2024s that you'll hear from that you'll be like man that roster is loaded all right, we come back from come back from break. We're gonna break down that twenty twenty four class. This is Coach Garner from North Gwinnett, and you're listening to License the Ball. This is Deontay Baz from Windsor Forest, and you are listening to License the Ball. This is Frank Menino. Uh, DC Premier, this is Licensed to Ball Podcast. And this is Cameron Ward, and you are listening to Licensed to Ball Podcast. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, Licensed to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet. Keep rocking with Licensed to Ball, and now back with your host, Hip Hop. All right, let's go in and break that. 2024 class up and actually when i, I promise you i'm gonna i'm gonna tag those, those kids that i sent you mm-hmm. and and so that you could have it so that when you put them out that's what's up yeah coach watson love to know we talking about his kids he get real excited he's probably was the most do. entertaining person i ever had on this podcast i think a lot of people missed it it's just when a podcast when it's infant stage Ooh. He had a lot to say. Nah. He definitely, he's not afraid to talk, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I take it in this, in this 24 class, 2024 class that stood out to you and caught your eye, I suspect some more players going to be from Pebblebrook. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what's, what's here? Yeah, definitely. Well, look, I'm going to start with a name that, again, he's got actually one of the better nicknames I love. His government name is Arius Bailey, but they call him Ace, and he the Ace of Spade, baby, from the Keechan High School. He's the unicorn. I don't care what anybody tells me. He is the next big name that's going to emerge out of 2024 from the state of Georgia. Not just Georgia, by the way, people. Not just Georgia. If you listening to this podcast in California, you listening to it in Florida, or you listening to the Northeast and in the Midwest, I promise you, the name Ace Bailey is the name that you're gonna hear from McKeetry. Six seven six eight, wiry. He can dribble the basketball. He can mm-hmm. shoot the basketball. And and the best part about him, he's got a great personality. He is he is the people's champ. The people love him. He like. Kids have wanted, kids, his peers want to take pictures with him, and he don't get big-headed about it. He's just cool with it. He like, yo, we out. You know what I'm saying? He's like, we we just chilling. You know what I'm saying? And even, but he's going to compete. You know what I'm saying? He's got little kids that come around him right now to be like, yo, I want st- to talk to you. And he's, he's so personable. He's got what's the it factor. And what's it about it is that he is ready, and he's only going to get better. He had a he had a late late summer injury, but he's recovered, and and the kid is going to be fantastic. I'm 
I'm excited to see what the season has for him. One of my um, favorite players, man. Man, really one of my favorite players. And it took some time to warm up to warm up to me. Because I warm up to people real quick. I don't have to warm up to him. And right, right. he finds me now. When I walk by, he come talk to me. Ask well, me how I'm and doing. That speaks to his, yeah, and that speaks to his character. Like, he sees me in the gym, and you would have thought we've known each other since he came... You know what I'm saying? Since he was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's the kind of personality he is. And that's why I think he's the next one to come through the state of Georgia that's gonna that's really gonna represent the state well. Lottery Another pick. name that Ooh, I like what you did there. I like what you did there. You called him a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. I, I I could see that. I could see that. Um another person that really stood out to me uh was a young man by the name of Jackson Jennings. From Greenbrier High School, that young man has a college-ready body, college-ready athleticism, but more importantly, college-ready competitive nature. Few people will know about him. He played with Team Dickerson this year. He's scrappy, tough competitor who can handle the ball, who can get to the rim, has a great mid-range. And if you don't watch yourself, he will put you on the poster and not care about it. He's about 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, Again, stocky guard. Man, he's, he's going to be fun to watch. Um, another guy that has got a new address, but he's a familiar name on the AAU circuit. His name is Will Job, William Job, who moved up here from the Savannah region. And he's actually at Kings Ridge Academy in Alpharetta. And I'm going to tell you this. 6'9", can shoot the skin off the basketball. But what I've liked with his recent move in, you could tell even before he moved here, his body was transforming and getting stronger. He's starting to spend a lot more time in the gym. And as he even said, hey, coming to these camps in in Metro Atlanta are now only 15 minutes away as opposed to six-hour drive he used to have to take to come up from Savannah. You know, just just to make sure he got here on time. So that's a kid that this year I, I anticipate many more in the Metro will know about him because he's starting to gain some traction because he's 6'9", can shoot the basketball. He's starting to get a little bit stronger, so he's really going to put some things into perspective here with his play. Another guy that stood out in the 2024 was Kymel Williams from Athens Academy. Okay, again, a guy very few people know about, and this is why I'm bringing him out because I like to I like to talk about these guys, especially on our on our segments, because these are people people that need to know. Because it's easy for me to go into a camp and talk about kids everyone already knows about, but Kymel Williams is a name that you will learn that he just really is is tough minded, very stoic, and, and gets gets to the business before you even realize it. He's he's taking care of it, and and the thing about it, he plays with such pace and such poise that he's gonna be he's gonna stand out for the Spartans out there in Athens. They got a new coach, and that coach is gonna teach him how to play at another level. And my last one, since I teased it in the last segment, my last one on this list is gonna be Pebble Brooks, Rock Lee, and it seems to be a theme on this, right? We got mm-hmm. nothing but Pebblebrook players going on, but I'm going to tell you, Rock Lee is, my friend, one of the more committed, hardest-working players in the state. Not just the Metro, in the state. Because he's out here putting in work. His body is such a college-level body. He's gotten some high-major offers. He's gotten some interest from a lot of other schools. But Rock Lee is going to excel playing under Coach Washington with with the pressure, with the way he handles the ball, how he looks to be a team-first guy, but is not afraid to take control of the ball game. So that's where it's going to be. So to answer your question from the previous segment, for those of you who stuck around as the teaser, I think this is a good chance that even – I know Coach Washington, and I know he's ready to win himself a state title because he's had some great talent come through those those hallways and he's ready to go ahead and get a state title and get that taken care of and he's got 
some real firepower with with some of the guys I mentioned in the previous segment, as well as with Rocky in this second segment. Can't agree. No more than that. I mean, as I don't know how to add on to that, even piggyback on that. But yeah, I'd love to see Coach Washington win a uh, state champion. I like to see down to earth dudes who get along with very well win and love the media. I like people who love the media. I like to see them win. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. On that. So when we come back from break, we're going to do honorable mentions. The people that we didn't miss that we didn't talk on from any class from top to bottom. This is Keller Banks. Yeah, absolutely. And you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington, head coach at Pellbrook High School. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet. Keep rocking with License to Ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. Welcome back to the show. We're going to finish up with honorable mentions. No particular class. Some guys still stood out that we don't want to miss on, we still want to speak on. Well, no particular class, no order at all. A name that we talked about last week, I'm going to come again and say it now again. People, pay attention to Jackson Jones. 2025-67 wing post player from Archer High School. If they allow the man to play, the kid is a, is when you watch him play, and I've seen him this week. He was he was even more he was even better this week than he even was last week, playing real loose and real team friendly guy. He actually had a chance to play against Rock and against other guys from Pebble Brook, and really was competitive. Really put put out maximum effort that again you don't necessarily see with with most young kids against older guys. Another guy that stood out, and he's out in the country, out in Augusta area, so shout out to my people in the CSRA out there, is a 2023 Trey Adolphus from Thompson High School. They had an exceptional year last year, and he's he was a catalyst where he was involved in handling the point real shifty, gets to the rim, knows how to play, understands the you know, as we like to say, understands the assignment, you know, mm-hmm. and really and really made an impact on the game without having to really have the ball in his hand. But when he did, he he did what was necessary to to be successful. Um another guy who had a chance to step to stand out a lot is twenty twenty four Karis Bilal. Now, one of my favorites, personal favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the one of the guys, you know, with the with the word shooter, you know, is, is such a hot topic name. Unfortunately, because of our school systems, I'm gonna tell you, this kid is a shooter. Okay, he is a shooter, 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 shooter who school knows shooter. how to score. Yeah, he's a school shooter. He's a, he is really good, baby. He's he shoots the skin off the basketball. He makes plays when you think he can't make the shot it's cutting right through the net so he's impressive to me another guy that you're really going to be like wait a minute coach washington what are we doing here caleb thomas a 2025 point guard all right now this kid right here when i watched him play i talk about a kid who had fun this kid was out there just playing with the basketball like he was like it was a yo-yo all right, and he was just dancing to the crowd, through the crowd, excuse me, through defenders, looking for teammates, finding guys on alley back doors, putting them in transition situations. Man, and again, Coach Washington, he loading up to make a nice little run at some point. You know, another young man out of Cedar Shoals High School, and I want to make sure I get his name correctly, is Malik Jackson, I believe is his name. Yes, it is. Malik Jackson. 
Now, this is young man, young man is a 2025 who is long, smooth, and what's crazy is he didn't think he could compete against these guys in the 24s and the 23s. And what he showed proved himself wrong. Not only could correct, he showed that he could not only compete, but that he was able to be successful. So the Jaguars out there got a, a bright future with this one. This one's going to be someone that they they find. Another another guy that I found rather interesting was Nehemiah Stowers from Osborne High School. And what he did on the basketball court was cool. You know, he runs a team. He's able to get things going. But what I was impressed with the most is that he held his teammates on the bench accountable. There was a kid that he, he passed the ball to and the kid passed up an open shot. When they both came out in the rotation, he literally told the kid, like, yo, shoot the basketball. You're wide open. Shoot it. And if you don't shoot it, I'm going to shoot it because if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. And I'd rather shoot it and miss than you give it up to somebody else who's under who's under pressure. Can't so coach that. That kind of – no, you can't. That's why he he stood out to me because I'm like, that's something you can't discuss. You know, that's, that's a winner. That's what makes winning plays. And the last guy that I want to talk about – is Gabe Bolden from North Cobb Christian. Now, we talk about Karis Bilal. That's a hidden gem right there, that program. Uh, uh, absolutely. And Coach Mata got himself a nice little shooter with with Gabe Bolden, you know, who really, man, he was, his jump shot looks so textbook. It's not even funny. And it looks so smooth that even on the misses, he looks like he was going to make them. So those are guys that I felt you know, and and I could go on and on and on, but those these fifteen guys, roughly, are, are the ones that I look at what what they did this weekend. That was productive work, and and that's just part of what the game is. Coach Mata, pick up that phone, man. Absolutely, Coach. That's what's up, man. Coach Mata, that's a blast from the past, right? I used to talk to Coach Mata. I don't, say, I don't know why I did, but I used to coach coach from out about four times a week throughout the school year, basketball season. I don't even remember right. exactly why we talked, but we talked for a good 15 minutes almost well, every day. Look, he he not only likes to talk, he, he gives you good quality information. Yeah, he sure do. Yeah, he sure do. That's another guy I like to see win uh, a state championship too as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, he does. He runs some good stuff. He does it the right as as good a way as you can do it. He tries to run a, a solid program, so it's it's really it's really impressive in what he does. He's from my home state too. He's from Illinois too, so I got like Illinois people. I can't. Oh, I ain't can't mad at you. Like him. Hey, yes, dude, you can't help but like him. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that. I'm glad they had Coach Mod on the show. Our first conversation talking again in years going to be on this show. Good. Good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's my boy right there. I forget. I know so many people in this game. You forget. Sometimes you forget who you know if you don't really talk to them on a regular basis, which is so crazy. Right. Right. And, you know, like you had a chance to step away, but being able to step back into it, you're going to do exactly what is supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. That is exactly right, man. You, you got any closing remarks? Look. We have Labor Day weekend coming up for everybody out there. I want y'all to be safe. If you happen to go to a camp, you know what I mean? Make sure you give your maximum effort. I know I know programs and schools across the country will be officially starting school next week, even though I know in the Southeast, many have already started. Mm-hmm. But I know the Northeast is going to start within the next day or two. I want everybody to have a successful academic school year, but continue working not just on your game hit those books get the academic piece together because it doesn't matter how good you are if the coaches can't trust you in the classroom they're not dealing with you you know and or you're not going to go to the pathway that you're going to be at and i know a lot of people listening to this want to play division one basketball but if they haven't figured it out division one basketball is a business yep and they the business at hand is yes, wins and losses, 
But in order for those coaches to get wins and losses, they got to trust you in the classroom. They have to trust you in the classroom. Like Deion Sanders said, and I'm not even mad at him. Excuse me, let me put some respect on that. Jacksonville State head football coach Deion, Coach Prime Sanders said, yo, don't come to my class in some slides. Don't come to my classes in, to, in some white feeders if you represent in Jacksonville State University or any school that you wear. Because that, that means that you're not ready to work. You're not ready to represent yourself. You laid back. And your family. <laughs> you're right. You laid back. Sit in the front of the class and show them that you're more than ready to do what you got to do. So those are my closing remarks for this week. You know, I, I love the fact that we still got camp season for another three, four weeks. I'm going to be hitting the road for a few other camps that we'll talk about. And Most definitely. I just, I, I'm just excited about everyone continuing to allow us to grow. Thank y'all for tuning in as always. I'm out. I appreciate it, brother. Appreciate you as always. Hit the road real hard, man, on the block. Very knowledgeable, like I say every time. I can't give enough accolades on how hard he hit this up, y'all. You got to know his stuff. And you know a guy know this stuff. You see some majority of the players that he sees, you see. So you know you're not going crazy. You know he's seeing what you're seeing. So that's going to be a wrap for the show, everybody. I don't want anybody to appreciate everybody who's listening. Appreciate all the downloads. And we still missing 20 states. I guess we're going to have to get a coach or a player or some type of program on the show. Interview them. Let them know we out here. So they can know they could tune in and we get that viewership tuned in and we'll talk about the stuff around your way. And I don't know if they military troops or whoever, but Ukraine and Russia, y'all at war and we y'all still downloading this show every week. That's what's up. I, I guess it gotta be some troops or something when on their downtime from fighting. Wanna listen to some basketball or something, but that's what's up. Keep it going, show constantly growing. Starting next show. We will have giveaways. So tune in for that. That's going to be real easy to get. You just got to participate a little bit on that. And you can find us at all major platforms. License the Ball Podcast. Search for it on Safari, Google, anywhere. Any major platform. License the Ball Podcast. We're working towards 50 episodes. We're about 10 to 12 away. So appreciate everybody. Keep this going and get the most motivation going and with these downloads and when i pass shows set a record i want our highest download so hey we appreciate everything you're doing we need more players and coaches on the show like and subscribe man until next time peace <laughs>